Hi and welcome to this week's Three Legs Four Wheels F1 podcast. It's Paul here with Sean, Kieran, and Lee. How are we all doing after the uh, next Mexico Grand Prix? Yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah. yeah, credit Sean for that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, that, that, that was an interesting race, wasn't it? It was. Was all right. I enjoyed it. One of the better ones of the year, I think. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the idea of a two-part race. <laughs> <laughs> sprinklers, by any chance? Is that the next idea? <laughs> <laughs> Have you heard of NASCAR? <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, NASCAR are bringing in wet weather tyres. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Don't they all take place in, like, arid deserts? <laughs> except except for the ones that... Don't but yeah they're looking at being able to run in run on wet ovals. It's voodoo. It'll never catch on. Mm, they'll make them turn right next. Although the last the last preseason NASCAR race that I watched the one that they had the LA Coliseum, which I think they're doing again this year, they actually had a half time interval and half time entertainment. Yeah, make it make it that what you will. <laughs> and it wasn't even a country and western band. Oh. Some some mm. some kind of rapper. Um, anyway, we're comple- completely and utterly digressing. So, what do we think of the race? And um, there was some inter- interesting moves, mm-hmm. um, some actual genuine, real, really good overtakes. Yeah, it was it was quite I, eventful, wasn't it? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I, you know, more overtakes than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Maybe I just don't remember last wheel ver- last year very well. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what happened in last year's race, and I. Do you know what? I can't. No. Uh, Which I'll probably tells you all you need to know. And say not much. Mm. <laughs> um, and of course, Perez in front of his home crowd. Uh, yeah. Do Do we want to address these rumours now? Because I mean, the internet's been it, yeah. Which, which I, ones... I think by rumours you mean one hundred percent cast iron facts that are definitely going to happen. Yeah, but the pro- <laughs> the problem is there are three of them, and they all they all manage to contradict each other. There, there are a few versions, aren't there? But the, there's only one which has led Lee to the Red Bull merch website <laughs> and climax. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, rumour number one is that Alonso's going to Red Bull next season. I don't think Which that... would be fucking fabulous, wouldn't it? If we're, like, Even if you don't like Alonso, it's fucking box office. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but so was the Tyson Fury fight on Saturday, you know, where he, where he was fighting I don't know, fucking Barney the Dinosaur or something and got knocked down. <laughs> he was fighting Francis Ningano, I can't pronounce his surname, Ninganu. Yeah, who completely yeah. and utterly destroyed him, and that result was an absolute sham. Absolutely. like I, I was so surprised watching that back. I, I didn't watch it live. I, complete, I, I, I completely forgot about it, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, fucking wild. But, um... This is a Formula One show. Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Although we didn't talk about much Formula One during the um, during the Patreon show, highlights of highlights of which will be at the end of this. I'll stick five minutes on just so you. Ingarni's got hear. some fucking neck on him. <laughs> That's a chunky neck. Is it seventy five percent of him though? That is the question. You could say thick with two C's. <laughs> <laughs> but only if you listen to the Patreon. Mm. Mm. Uh, just explain this now, Paul. It's, right. It's, on, yeah. t- on, tonight's, on tonight's Patreon show, we have... I say we, because we're, ta- we're all taking the blame for this. 
We have acquired a copy. Oh, fuck. This is you. It is all you. I'm not taking any blame. Sorry, Paul. We've acquired a copy of Overtake My Heart, the um, Danny Ricardo fan slash fiction book. Pamphlet. And, um, quiet. It's like it was a leak. <laughs> we, <laughs> we, we found we, it's it coming to our possession. <laughs> yeah, you bought it. You've spent money on it. Yeah, I've, I've spent money on it as donated by patrons. Um, and we decided to shamelessly rip off My Dad Wrote a Porno by reading bad porn fiction and basically taking the piss out of it. And we, we've only got 15% in, so there's still plenty more of it to go. And out of the 15% so far, <coughs> 12%, I would say, has been about Danny, Danny Rick's neck. Any advance on 12? Yeah. No, I think 12 sounds there's, about there's right. There's been a neck per sentence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so if you want to hear that, go to um, patreon.com slash three legs four wheels and sign up from as little as one dollar, one euro or one pound a month and you will get to hear, well, us basically ripping off my dad wrote a porno with something that thankfully my dad didn't write. <laughs> <laughs> Though I'd love to see his version. <laughs> He's an 86-year-old Yorkshireman. All he writes is letters of complaint. <laughs> <laughs> so, yes. So, rumour one, Alonso going, Alonso going to Red Bull um, in apparently a straight swap with Checo. See, it's probably if, the best outcome just, for Checo. But if you'd have told... If, if you'd have said to me, Alonso's going to Red Bull, I'd have gone, that's clearly nonsense. But in the context of like a seat swap, we go, actually, I can see that. It could work. Mm. Checo gets to go home. Fernando gets a one-year deal with Red Bull um, so he can win some races. And um, they sign Lando Norris when his contract's up the next year. Although the other the other um, Alonso to Red Bull one was um, Checo doesn't go to Aston Martin. Checo gets fired completely. Sonoda goes to Aston Martin and Lawson gets his seat. No. That sounds... Yeah, I'm, I'm, Sonoda to Aston Martin, I'm not seeing. Lawson, Lawson needs to have a full-time drive. Yes, that, that I'm seeing, yeah. And Red Bull won't send Lawson on loan to Aston Martin because that no. is a bloody quick car. Mm-hmm. Um, but also... Aston Martin are about to get bought out by either or both of a Saudi prince and Aramco. Mm. Which could which could mean strolls out on his ear. Mm. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just got it. Oh. Mm, okay, I guess I'll take it. I mean he, he worked so hard for that seat. <laughs> <laughs> Can we have a whip round? Sure. No, we actually go whip you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe our Karen, your idea from the um, from the chat on Sunday could be modified a bit. Instead of secret Santa, get him a leaving present of some wing mirrors. <laughs> yeah, it's. I, I think genuine. The most likely outcome, if it is, and this is all fit, you know, hypothetical, isn't it? It's, it's probably going to end up being, oh, Hungary has extended its contract to twenty thirty two. What a rumor! But it's. I reckon it's. If it's something which is, oh, then. Uh, Strolls have been bought out. Lance leaves immediately. Checo takes the seat. Danny goes to Red Bull. 
Yeah, because that was the other one. Danny get Danny gets Checo's seat. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, Checo gets the choice of Alpha Tori or whatever they're going to be called next season. <clears throat> <laughs> or that's it, you're done, and in comes Lawson. Yeah, but it's not looking good for Perez. I mean, Christian Horner said he can't blame him for it. Mm. Mm. See, we, we, he, even we, even we though can. he admitted himself, it was one hundred percent his fault. Mm. But as we all know, you do you can, think you do you think Alonso would leave? One. Though, do you think do you think Alonso would leave Formula One for right now? No, 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 no. I think he's here for next year. So he's not retiring. So he, if he, if if the Red Bull move isn't on, he's staying with he's staying with Aston Martin. Or whatever they're called next year, Aranco, yeah, Aranco, Aranco Saudi, um, Saudi Republic mm. fundraising or whatever. Yeah, Newcastle um, United FC F one. We we've mentioned what was it Formula Premier League or whatever it was before, haven't we? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll, I just we'll I can't help that. think. Can't help think that, um, like I I, I like to, obviously I like the idea of Alonso going to Red Bull, but whoever goes to Red Bull, I can't help think is on a hide into nothing because the, the it's so obvious Red Bull want to sign Lando Norris, and Lando would be a fucking idiot not to go to Red Bull. So whoever whoever takes that seat's only taken it for a year, so it, it could be it could be bad news for Ricardo. You know, if if he's trying to like rehabilitate himself. I thought I thought Lando got two uh, two more years at McLaren. Is it twenty six? He's up, is it? Yeah, I thought it was twenty five. No, I think it's twenty six. Right. Okay. Okay. No, that makes more sense. Then makes more sense for both Ricardo or Alonso, doesn't it? Because it, clearly, whoever goes there will be on a a one and one deal wouldn't they yeah mm. yeah, yeah. Would have thought so i mean i can't i can't say alonso retiring um i can see him making a shot move i mean he, he said that aston martin have got nothing to race for for the rest of the season yeah mm. i think danny could go to red bull and if he's still part by max then so so be it i mean four months ago he was out of the sport last year he wasn't doing anything really in the mclaren he Left Red Bull for a dodgy decision. Left a left Renault for a dodgy decision. Left McLaren. Got paid out. It's it'd almost be a blessing for him to go back to Red Bull, even to play the Checo Perez role, the Alex Albon role to Max, because at least he's there. What yeah, nothing left to lose. He ain't becoming world champion in Alpha Tauri. No. Or a Haas, or wherever he goes next. No. He's not going back to he's not going yeah he's not going to McLaren that's never happening he's not going to Ferrari well, he could go to Ferrari elder statesman but I don't think that's what they're into he's not going to Mercedes because unless Lewis drops his retirement this year I think they'd go for someone else well probably. Lewis has just signed a new what is it three year deal mm-hmm. or two mm. two and one yeah no, that's not happening he's not going to Aston Martin that's maybe his most likely contender depending on what happens with the strolls and all that so Danny to play the 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 full guy at Red Bull for two years then go to I don't know marketing whatever Sup- he does afterwards supercars supercars he could, he could play the um, Jensen Button uh, how to be a world champion card 
and try and go to Audi. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Now that now there's rumours going around about Audi actually um, possibly not coming in. Mm. I saw they're getting that. stronger apparently. But that, the, I read that the, this afternoon, and I that I find that weird because they're like, they're they're essentially ready to go. You know, they've been building the engine. They've half bought into Salba. I, I I don't. That seems weird. I I can't help but think that 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 this rumor is swirled up in amongst all this other chaos that's going on. Yeah, one of the Pete Wife journalists said they think it might have been slightly spread by other teams to, mm. you know, stop them from poaching their staff and all that. Now, I mean, don't forget also in two years' time we may we may have Andretti as well, so there might be an extra an extra couple of seats on the grid. Mm. Yeah, uh, do, do you think Andretti can actually manage to get the way in? I don't know, because the teams seem not keen, don't they? And they'll get mm. a vote. That is a ridiculous rule. It is a ridiculous rule. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know, they've said, oh, the grid can have up to um, 26 cars on it. But we don't want to take any more than 20. Well, this is the problem with them. Like, when Liberty first came in, it was that whole idea of the teams becoming stakeholders in Formula One. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I, don't, I don't think you can... I mean, oh, sorry, I shouldn't say I don't think you can have because there clearly is a working sport. But I, I, I don't think you can have a smoothly running sport where the the teams have like a massive power play over the, how the sports run, because everyone's only ever going to want to do it, do things in their own interest. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I mean, the, you know, the teams are now trying to run it like a cartel. Hmm. You know, it's it's their exclusive club. They've, you know, they've bought their way in or... They've been there since the start, so they're allowed to say what they want and do what they want. Nobody else can nobody else can join the club unless you pay over the odds to buy one of us out, and, no. we're, and we're not we're not for sale. Until, right, it's probably, it, until it's oversimplifying it. Yeah, un, until a Middle Eastern country that's oil rich comes calling, and then. <clears throat> but it is it's it's oversimplifying it to say that there should be X amount of spots. On the Formula One grid, um, if you have one of those spots, you're given a, a piece of paper before the year. Say, this is what next year's car is going to be like. Uh, this is what the rules are. If you would like to compete in our championship, there you go. Hmm. And that's that. That's where the team's involvement should start and stop, as far as I'm concerned. Mm-hmm. Is if they want to, if they want to compete. If they don't want to compete, then they don't. They don't come in. Yeah. yeah I mean, the thing is, Liberty are or Fwonk, or whatever they're trading under. They are the commercial rights holder to the FIA Formula One Championship. Mm-hmm. Was that Fwonk, did you say? <laughs> um, yeah, that's their, that's their share ticker. Is it? Yeah. God, okay. Yep, the, form, the Formula One shares... Um, How are you spelling that? F-W-O-N-K. Um, hmm? Yes, apparently it is. Yeah. There you go, look at that. Uh, if they bought... The NBA would it be slam dunk the funk? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but then they'd only allow five five teams. <laughs> Sorry, how are you spelling it? F W, as in Frank Williams. O N K. Funk. I, I wrote I wrote P W O N K, which took me straight to the <laughs> <Urban> dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I, we've got an E next to the podcast, haven't we? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, did you punk her last night? <laughs> yeah. 
I hope they never go out of business. They'll be defunct. <laughs> I'm out. <laughs> Are you, is that you, is that you spent? Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> between <laughs> between that and Danny, <laughs> between that and Danny Rick's thick neck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, should we do some teams? Yes. Yeah. Right. I think we have to start with Aston Martin. Yes. Um. Utterly fucking bilge this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> it's like comedy bad. Um, they, sorry, they Lee. have just given up, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, mean, I don't think they've given up. I don't think they know what the problem is. That's, mm. that's the thing. I'm gonna. Like, I have to uh, look back and see who said this. Um, during the chat, we've got um, during the chat during the race, we've got like a watch party chat that's run um, on Discord. And it's all text chat, so it doesn't interrupt the race. But somebody said, what's the odds on Aston Martin being the worst team this weekend? And somebody (laughs) replied, even while both cars were still nominally on track, seeing as they've only got one car, then the chances of them being the worst team are actually improved. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Stroll didn't race in the car that he qualified in because they changed that much of it after qualifying. Yeah, he had to go to pit lane like last week, didn't he? Yeah. Um, you know, was it uh, new floor, new wings? New um, side pods. New side pods. Lobotomy. Latopy. Yeah, that's not the sequel to the Patreon book. And <laughs> <laughs> um, he was still running, running just about last when they retired him with five laps to go. I mean, they didn't. They didn't like retire him. Retire him, though, did they? He he had crash damage. Yeah, he had a thing, didn't he, with Bottas? Um, oh yeah, because Bottas mm. ploughed into him. Yes, it was Alonso that they retired. Retired who? Apparently, he got debris damage and had been struggling. Mm. But yeah, he got debris da- damage. It's just that none of us saw that happen. Yeah, apparently it was from the Perez Leclerc shunt at ah. the first corner. Yeah, I mean, there was there was a bit of Leclerc's wing hanging hmm. round right on the apex of turn one for a good sort of three or four laps, even under the even under the VSC. Yeah. Yeah, and all those little tiny microfiber and bits can go through, as we you know mm-hmm. we saw before. Race Oscar had a piece of paper underneath his car, didn't he? So yeah, it's it a shopping happen. list. Was it? It looked like so. It looked like it was just like a piece of shite. It was. It, it looked very sort of yeah, just. Some sh- some piece of paper. Yeah, I mean that that is how finely balanced the cars are, and because mm. you you get the constant complaints about tear offs getting caught in brake ducts and mm-hmm. wrapping you know wrapping around wings, and you lose you lose about two or three tenths with um, a bit of plastic that's not meant to be there. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean for Alonso to get debris damage, surely he was going that slow enough he'd have been able to see it. <laughs> Yeah, it's tricky sometimes, isn't it? Mm. So yeah. I feel for Lonzo because he's just going backwards, isn't he? He's, mm. There's no, there's he's never going to re-overtake even Sainz. So he's level on points within the championship. He's not. He's probably going to lose out to Lando, maybe Leclerc. I don't know. Not probably not George. He'll lose out a couple more spaces in the championship. He'll finish seventh or something. Yeah, I mean, at the start of the year as well, Aston Martin were nailed on for top three in mm-hmm. the constructors. Mm-hmm. And he was like outside of the championship as well, you know, at the, like yeah. the beginning of the season. Yeah, mm. 
And yeah, they've just you know they've just gone backwards. If the team is up for sale, then what is Daddy Stroll trying to do a scorched earth policy? If you can hear purring in the background, that uh, <laughs> Shana's got a cat on a lap and another cat sat next to her washing the lap cat. <laughs> it's all getting a bit much. <laughs> um, yeah, that's that's about all we about all we can say for them. I think um, yeah. I think Alfa Romeo next. Um, as it finished, Bottas crossed the line fourteenth, but had a five second penalty for stupid move really on Stroll. See, when I saw it first time, I think Flood said this in the chat, I agreed with him. Stroll pushed him off and he didn't get a chance to have a, have a go at the next corner, so they're always going to come together. I guess the more I see it, yeah, he, he could have considered that he was never going to be in the next corner and just let Stroll go. But yeah, he, he just... He, he just seemed a little bit petulant. Mm. Bored, probably. I mean, what else was going on in his race? Yeah, I mean, the most interesting thing that they actually said about Bottas all day was he scored points in last year's race. Did he now? Again and again. <laughs> they kept going. When was he on pole here, David? Well, I'll tell you that, Martin. He was on pole here. <laughs> oh, really? You only said that seven minutes ago. And, <laughs> um, you know, him and Joe finishing together, that shows you, that shows you where the car is. Yeah. And... It shows that they are fairly equally matched drivers, which, considering Bottas was winning races and thought at one point he could be a potential world champion. He thought. I mean, I'm not he, sure he, many I, others I, I, I was going to say, yeah. he, he thought it. Toto and James Bowles had other opinions. And I think Lewis did as well. <laughs> um I don't think Lewis noticed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, little Finnish guy with a tash. Yeah, I know him. Yeah. <laughs> Moves out of the way a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wasn't lapping him. <laughs> he led the race. <laughs> oh. But yeah, I mean, Alfa Romeo were just. Yeah, you know, the participation award column is getting bigger as the season goes on. <laughs> and oh yeah, they. They, they participated. participated. You know, they, they were definitely there. Um, next up, I think probably Haas. Um, Hulk ended up in 13th. I mean, he was running 10th for ages, and then everyone just mm. got mm. bored and passed him. <laughs> yeah. There's that cringeworthy bit of radio, wasn't there, from Ocon going, uh, go down to Haas and tell him I'm going to come and get you. And then 10 <laughs> seconds later, he launched his first assault in the first corner, got a massive swapper on and went, oh, shit, shit yeah, it's probably dead. <laughs> 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 no, it's like, it's like, I, like I said um, in our chat yesterday, you know, he, he sent it when he was going to. It's just that DHL were in charge of delivering it, so it took longer to get there. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've been an irrational... Dislike for just the whole Alpine outfit, I think. <laughs> but you've hidden it well, I think, over this course of the season. <laughs> yeah, you've you, you've hardly mentioned it tonight. <laughs> I've booked Ocon to come and sing carols at your door at Christmas. I'll scrub that off. I mean, the thing is, we're, right. not, we're not even uh, talking about we're not even talking about Alpine. We're talking about Haas. <laughs> you say how much you don't like Alpine. This is like when a mate of ours went to see the Prodigy a few years ago, and every time we asked him what were the Prodigy like, all he would tell us was that Dizzy Rascal was supporting them and he was shit. 
<laughs> I still don't uh, know Kieran, how good the prodigy are, but apparently Dizzy Rascal is shit. You send you send Ocon round Carol Singing at Christmas, and I'm gonna book Adrian Siltil to come round for drinks to greet him. <laughs> <laughs> Given how fast Adrian Siltil wasn't going in the Ferrari Challenge second division final this Sunday, mm. I would get him to set off now and he might make it for Easter. <laughs> <laughs> Ser- seriously, Can we stop it- going on about necks. <laughs> seriously, it was it, um, it was the Ferrari Challenge World Final uh, Magello this weekend, and Adrian Sutil is in the second division and came fourth in his He's race. Very, very average. Oh. Mm. Moment silence filled with purring for Adrian Sutil's career. <laughs> so yes, we we were talking about Hass. We were just I was just about to say. Um, yeah, Hulk was Hulk was going backwards. It looks like has have improved with the tyre degradation. And I think it was all down to the back end of the car. Now that they've worked out, they've got the new rear wing and what angle it should be at. Which they got wrong last week, which is why both cars started in the pit lane. Uh, but that crash of K-Mags, that was um, fucking terrifying. Prodigy mm. yeah. a good life. They're... Um... <laughs> That was meant to be a joke. Are they better, are they better than Dizzy Rascal? That did not pay off. Uh, I did see Dizzy Rascal support Muse, and I can say that whilst there is varying opinions on the works of Muse, not better than Muse. <laughs> <laughs> does seem to support some odd musicians then, because, yeah, Muse yeah. And, and Prodigy, you wouldn't necessarily put with Dizzy Rascal. Depends what festival it was, I suppose. He, he crashed harder than... Kevin Magnuson at the... <laughs> oh, nice. Because he had a suspension failure. <laughs> no, he was shit. Um. <laughs> now, appara- apparently, it was his brakes overheating that caused a suspension failure, not that massive off he had at... Um, of course, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it? The um, Turn one on the previous lap. Got you. A likely story. Mm. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Is it not more likely, though, that... What what caused him to eventually crash? Caused him to have the off. You sound like you're dying there. Are you all right? <laughs> got, got, got a bit of got a bit of Dorito right deep down. The back of the throat. <laughs> I mean, as, as we as we, found, as we found out tonight, next can be seventy five percent of the person, so he's got a long way yeah. to get it back. <laughs> oh, Call a doctor. Get an arm down there. <laughs> doctor or James Herriot. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just an awkward crash, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it, it looked it looked nasty. Um, he looked a bit shaken up when he got out. Mm. I think once the once the adrenaline left him and um, he'd come off autopilot, he kind of sagged. He probably just knocked the wind out of him more than anything. He did go to the medical centre and they they kept him there for observations for a bit, but he was fine. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, improvements from Haas, but um, I think that's the best the best we'll see of them for the rest of the season. Hopefully, they can get something turned around for next year's car. Yeah, it's Haas done though. I don't, I don't know because I mean the you know the, they've got legitimate sponsorship. Maybe they this don't is seem the easy. To be able to do anything with it? With it mm. though, do they? In for Andretti, I don't know. Could yeah. Be. I mean, it's you know, it it's hard for them because they're buying as much as the can of the car in kit form. You know, they're not even doing they're not even doing the chassis themselves. It's Delara that's building it for them. And normally, with a team that builds the chassis, they can get 
bolt-on parts made to that exact specifications that they built, but if they're not actually in charge of building, overseeing the building of the chassis, things can go awry. And I think I think that's I think that's the case, and that's what make that's what may make the car a little bit unbalanced because yeah. they aren't there at you know every stage of the process. They're seeing the data readouts when you know they put the car through the wind tunnel or. They do various tests on the chassis. I don't know what tests they do, but they're not doing it themselves. You know, that's being done at the Dallara factory in Italy. Mm. So, you know, I think they're, they're the team that actually knows less about their car than any other team. I was waiting for somebody to tell me I was wrong there, but... No, no, no it, it, no, it makes board, sense. Yeah. It's, it just feels like the... Cause it, they, they reduced the amount of parts, didn't they? From when ha- when Haas first came in, they reduced what you could what you could buy off the shelf. Yeah, because I think and I like, think it I think it was about sixty percent at the time. And I think it's yeah, about, it's around about thirty five now. Yeah, it was basically fucking a resprayed Ferrari for a while, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it it on paper it seems like a really good way for a Formula One team to get in, but I think in practice. What they what they're lacking, oh sorry, what they've they've lacked in having to use their own ingenuity. I I, I don't it it doesn't seem like you can get that back easily. Mm. Yeah, I think. I mean the the whole the whole racing business model is getting a pre made chassis and doing has things to it because I mean they're a NASCAR team, so yeah. they get the nascar chassis mm-hmm. and then but that's they, a stock car series so it, it yeah that's yeah that's fine for that but yeah it, it's not working but in f1 that doesn't work in f1 it'd work great in indycar yeah you know yeah. And i think Haas would make an absolutely fantastic indycar team because you know they, they can take the bits that they buy in or have to buy in or get as part of the package and do good things with them you know they proved that in the first in the first ever race that they did I reckon in IndyCar you get a world champion Nico Hulkenberg as well. Certainly get a podium. Yeah. Get somewhere, wouldn't he? Then he could I be two thirds of the way to the uh, the Triple Crown. Oh, what? Yeah. What has he won Le Mans? Uh, he may have won Le Mans oh. once upon a time. Bugger me, I didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> he was good this weekend, Hulkenberg. He just, you know, he did the classic. These tyres are great. These are brilliant. I'm going to be in the points. So, I mean, Ocon's gone past those guys. <laughs> yeah, I think I think the I think it was a it was a stretch too far for that last set of tyres. But I mean, he, he he gave it a go, and I mean that's something that Hulk's always done. He's given it his best shot. Yeah. yeah so patronising. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking about yeah, that really does that really does sound patronising. But I mean, he's high performance athlete, one of supposedly the twenty best drivers in uh, in the world. But he he's the one that gives it his best. <laughs> well, I mean, he's up. He's you know, there's been times where he's got more out of a car than he certainly should have done. Yeah. Mm. Um, especially when it was the COVID filling. Well, yeah. The the year at Sauber in 2013, I want to say post Williams pre Force India, mm. he was he was constantly putting in four, fifth, six places in that mm. Sauber, which should have been nowhere near it. Yeah, that 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 car was was barely a point scoring car. I think the main I can't issue as well. His teammate was. I can't remember who his teammate was either, but I think the main thing he had that year was that I think 
had Perez been there and then went somewhere else? So he essentially inherited a car built around someone with the frame of Perez. Mm. And they spent most of the year trying to just figure out how to fit all of him in. Yeah, yeah, that would have been the year that Perez went to McLaren, wouldn't it? It probably would have been, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just going to look up who his uh, teammate Would it have been Felipe Nasser? I think it's a bit early for Nasser. It might be slightly early for Nasser. I think Nasser might be about 2015. Yeah, that was that was the blue Sauber as well, yes, wasn't it? Yes, that's the very true. Yes, yellows. Uh, yeah, the I would say it was probably Gutierrez or Sutil, wasn't um, it? It was. It was Gutierrez. <laughs> ah. Mm. Yeah, Mister Eleventh himself. <laughs> <laughs> he was an irritating-looking chap, wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> A lot of neck. <laughs> look, I couldn't look, look of neck, him. and then like. A teeny tiny oh, head. Yeah. yeah, he was. But he was built like a pinhead. <laughs> he has got. He has got a very small head. I'm looking at a picture of him now. He yeah, looks like, like a spherical, though, isn't it? It's perfectly round. <laughs> He's a twelve-year-old who's won a wish to become a real boy and stand behind Toto in the garage every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's lovely. <laughs> he's the F1 driver born closest to me because I think I'm two weeks older than him or so, or he's two weeks older than me. I think mine, mine was probably Michael Schumacher. Hmm? Hmm. I don't know about mine. Alonso and Button wouldn't be too far away from me. I think, I think I'm Buemi. I think he's a couple of months older than me. Mm. We shall have to do some research on this and find out. <laughs> um, yeah. Right, I'll tell you what, Lee, we'll do Alpine now. You know, um, your favourite team. <laughs> that, well, they didn't really do anything, did they? They got a point. Okay, <laughs> but it was a boring point. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was. I, I don't know. I, it wasn't. They weren't there, were they? They just sort of, again, participated. Mm. Yeah, I mean, I I can't recall either driver doing anything particularly, I don't know, notable, spectacular. We now have a situation where there's four clearly best teams of Red Bull, Ferrari, Mercedes and McLaren. We don't know where Aston Martin stacks up right now. We mm-hmm. think Alpine is probably be probably better than, say, both the Alphas, Tauri and Romeo. Yeah. But there's and Haas. But there's sort of enough in the team at the moment. They don't have a reason to exist. Mm. Mm. Which is a real shame because I like I do like Ocon. Um I said last week why well, I'm not mad on Gasly, or or at least Gasly I think is me. It'd be marginally overrated. It's just a shame that they can't pull it all together. They're just sort of they they're keen, you know. They yeah, try their exciting. best. They they were exciting for twenty minutes, and now they're playing every forest in the UK. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, you say there's no reason for Alpine at the moment. There is. It's to give famous people a chance to invest money in them. Yeah, <laughs> it is weird, isn't it, that the, the investors they're getting into that team? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I said um, I, I said this in the chat on uh, Sunday, the Discord chat. Um, I am surprised that Tom Cruise hasn't put money into that yet, because it seems like the kind of thing he'd do, and he'd turn up to give like motivational speeches. <laughs> well, yeah, hasn't he got a Formula One film coming out? That's no, Brad Pitt. I thought Tom oh, Cruise was doing Pitt. something as well. 
He's made that Lewis, isn't he? He, yeah. he turned up, didn't he? He turned up at an F1 race, I think, to promote the last Mission Impossible, but right. I don't, okay. Yeah, I don't think F1 is in it in any form. Yeah. Oh my god! Oh, I think he, dri- he drives an Aston Martin in it, so that's probably why he was there. I've just got such such little um, excitement to watch that Formula One film with Brad Pitt. Yeah, it looks like it's going to be a remake of Driven, which was shit, and we all need to get drunk and watch that at one point. We can all stay at home and do it virtually. I'll do a stream <laughs> yeah. between us. Yeah, yeah. that sounds I'll, good. I want to show it to Jane. She's never seen it. I'm well up for that. Yeah, I've, I've, ne- I've, ne- I've never seen it as well. So we'll do a. Oh, haven't you? No, and if oh. um, and if anyone wants to join us, tell you what, we'll stream we'll stream it on Discord, and we'll have a film club night like we did during COVID. Yeah, sounds great. We'll get um, that we'll get that sorted out over the winter. I jumped there slightly because I hit something wrong on my lap. My laptop's connected to the TV in my office, and just a massive photo of Gutierrez came up. <laughs> Slender Man is watching chat. you. I'll take a photo and send it to the chat. But it's, it's also not a flattering photo of it. Just... <laughs> why, why are you not like Gutierrez? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's petrifying. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the only reason I can see Alpine doing things at the minute. It, but, you know. Give it an, give it another couple of years, and the whole Renault organisation will probably pull out of F one again. We'll be back two years later. Probably. Oh my god! This picture you've sent of Gutierrez. What is the suspicious tissue right in front of the picture? Of <laughs> that is genre. It's unrelated. That is nasal. That is nasal. <laughs> Oh god! I definitely go on F1 podcast saying no. I wasn't doing that. I think I've just found this week's cover picture. <laughs> I'm, getting, I'm getting bored of using Team Ones because they always seem to be Red Bull. We'll use, we'll use that. Deal. <laughs> what worries me more is that is that uh, tissue appears to be more about wiping that screen down than it does anything else. <laughs> When I, used to Christine work, every week. when I used to work in um, IT sales, somebody actually once asked if you could get USB windscreen wipers for laptops. <laughs> God. <laughs> Moving swiftly on. Um, where do we go after Alpine? I guess it's probably going to be Williams next. Oh, yeah. um, another good... They points. Yeah, mm-hmm. Al- Albin got ninth. Another good performance from him. Um, Logan Sargent continues to turn up for race weekends unabated. He was he was kind of doing all right. He was running twelfth, wasn't he? And then they had to retire him due due to a fuel pump issue, which I'm sure was they, definitely not to do with him nearly running out of fuel. They retired him, yes, on the like last moments corner. before the end of the race. <laughs> yeah, he was he was twelfth just before the last corner, and I think they realised you know we've not got enough fuel to get him round and get the one kilo sample that has caused issues in in the past. But there was a safety car. Yeah. And it's Logan Sargent. He's hardly fucking caning it round, is he? (laughs) He was in 12th, which by Logan Sargent standards... I mean, he has scored points. They must have underfilled him by a gallon. I mean, he scored points by crossing the line in 12th. True. Yeah. And Leclerc was under investigation yesterday after the race. Yeah, you would think even even with a bit of a fuel pump situation, you would think they would want him to kind of limp across the line at that point. Yeah, yeah because you you're guaranteed sixteenth if you park it. Mm-hmm. You might get twelve. 
if yeah. you carry on. Mm-hmm. Mm. 12 asterisks, you know, but still 12. You show your worth. Yeah. It would have been his second best finish in F1 as well. Yeah. Mm. Weird. Mm. So it, it, it must it must have been a serious problem that of they had. Yes. Sorry, I turned mm. it, turned it to Mike Skinner there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Al- Albon's really getting a lot out of the car, mm-hmm. and you know the cars come on in leaps and bounds. Albon, um, him and the car are doing each other justice now. I think. Mm. You He's know, fit, but my God, don't you just know it? <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, he's good. He's Albon's doing what we all, I guess, kind of know Albon does. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Yeah, I mean, ob- it, it was a shame where that pace went though in qualifying for them. Mm. Oh yeah, gutting. Yeah. He did. He did get through to the top ten originally, didn't he? But then um, lost the lap time because of track limits. Mm. Yeah, that's that's true. That's why I ended up fifteen. So it, I mean, it could it could have been better. And I think you know there was a um, there was potential for maybe being a couple of couple of places further forward. I think him and Ricardo would have had a decent ish battle mm. if um, I think if, if things had worked out the, different. If the temperatures hadn't gone so wild, I think there was temp- there was potential for uh, like him to upset things and stick that on the first two rows. I think I think there's a chance because I mean they you know they are they are good before the track gets too hot. And he was he mm. was second in uh, third practice. Yeah, so you know that that car I can't believe how much that car's come on. Mm. You know I think behind McLaren um, Williams are probably the second second most improved car. Yeah, I can't say second most improved team because. Is it is everything going into one car? You know, I've tried to defend Logan Sargent yeah. all season. You know, the the whole fact that he's coming a year earlier than planned and it wasn't in the programme, but I think it's one of those he's coming to F one too soon and it's gonna kill his career. Yeah. You're absolutely needed one more year in GP F two over it is. He did. It's a real shame as well because it wasn't like he's 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 not He's not Piastri, he's not Lando, he's not George, he's not Albon, he's not one of those drivers. But if you give him enough time, he might be a, I don't know, a Gasly, maybe? Yeah, Oc- Ocon. An Ocon, yeah. Mm-hmm. Give him a bit of time and he might have just got there. But the problem is you've pushed him, because he's got an American connection, I don't know, um, you've pushed him into the sport too quickly and it turns out he's just not ready and mm. it looks worse for him. He's a becomes the P twenty merchant, as they say online, mm, and that's it. American Latifi, American <laughs> Latifi. Yeah, I think uh, it it doesn't help either. Like, I mean, I, I've said before in this podcast, like I I think uh, Albon can fight for world championships in the right <laughs> car, and uh, I, I think he's finding his way in Formula One. But also having to contend with somebody that is like like really excelling the car and themselves, you know, Alvin's doing such a good job when it, whenever the car's in the right window to do it, you know, he's he's there. Um, I I think Williams have been really lucky for the past two years to have, oh, sorry, the past few years that they went from Russell directly to Albon. Um, without Albon, I think somebody else in that car, all of a sudden, Sergeant doesn't look like he's doing quite so bad. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think he's got the disadvantage of definitely going up against a very informed mm. Albon, a very happy Albon. Haven't seen him miserable in the last few races. Mm. Um, yeah, he's there. He's all, It's all there for Albon. Yeah. And he hasn't had many slip-ups this year at all. That's what being out of the pressure that is the Red Bull organisation can do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it proves his strength of character that he's been through the Red Bull meat grinder. Um, he's come out, you know, not many drivers, um, or certainly young drivers, leave Red Bull and go and get into another team and excel in that team. Yeah. I mean, Red, you know, Red Bull's been the death knell for... Uh, well, uh, Buemi, Algashwari, Christian Clean, you, you, you know, I could, Vern. I could, yeah, Vern, definitely. I could, you know, you can name at least, I'd probably say about 10 or 15 out of the 40 odd drivers that have been in the Red Bull Young Driver mm-hmm. program that had the potential and they've just completely screwed. Mm-hmm. Robbie Doorknobs, Lutzi, Lutzi, yeah. If I if I was Williams, I'd be making a major deposit on Sergio Perez right now. I would be trying to get as much bank out of Doralton Capital and throw it on Perez and say, "Look, you're not happy here. Come to Williams, hang out. Albon Come to Price. Williams and be unhappy here. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like Q1?" Do you like Q2? <laughs> Not Q3. Ignore Q3. Q3, that's a pipe dream. Well, that, Q2. Well, that's what he has been doing in a Red Bull, so... Uh, well, it's like, well, what can we give you? More time to yourself on Saturdays. <laughs> yeah, you get Saturday afternoons off. Yeah, early lunch. How about that? <laughs> so uh, when new companies go, you get your birthday for free. <laughs> you get Saturday afternoons. <laughs> I think... Um, I was about to make think, a joke about Perez is leaving a major deposit on Red Bull at the minute. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, I, I yeah, think I just, Perez retires after Red Bull. I, I think if it's not Aston Martin or Williams, he does. He goes and does stock cars or something. I think he might go to um, WEC. Maybe. I, I just meant from Formula 1. He, oh, leaves, yeah. he leaves Formula yeah. 1. Because realistically... Um, I know we all kind of got a little bit on the the Checo train with with a, you know how will he match up to Verstappen? Um, I don't believe that uh, he is consistently good enough to be in a top team. Um, the problem is it's all it's all about form, isn't it? He was in form two years ago, three years ago. He's just not in form right now. But that, that dropped off, though, year. didn't it? it you know, yeah, it, it, two it, years it, in a row it's dropped yeah. off. Yeah. I mean, well, it, it, it was Miami that did for him this year. Yeah. Because he has not been the same since. And then, Mon- yeah, the Monaco was not long after Miami, was it? And that's, he couldn't, mm. you know, well, he could, he literally could hit, hit a barn door from seven paces. Mm. Um, and then... It's Singapore, he parked Albon, he hit Sonoda. In Japan, he hit half the grid. Here, <laughs> he's tried to take out, well, he hasn't tried to take out the Claire Superfluous, but he's done himself a, a unjust route. I know we're on Williams. All I'm trying to say is I reckon Williams is a good fit for Sergio. 
I can. Yeah, I, can I don't think you'd go though. I think you've got to. I always think about this, like in the um, kind of a bit like Lance Stroll. To be perfectly honest, is if you're if you especially one of these drivers that have. I mean, most drivers have got exceptionally rich families now. It's it's just the way it is. How long do you put your life on hold to drive Formula One? Yeah, because Max is not going to do that. No, he'll go. I don't. I don't think he's going to. Um, we won't see him. We won't see him racing in F one past thirty. I agree. If, if, I, th- I think oh. he comes back. I think he does that. I think he go. He. I think he takes a like an Alonso style sabbatical from Formula mm. One and mm. comes back. Saying about Perez being a good fit for Williams, right? Williams have got form on this because they have been the um, home home of rest for um, old potentially washed up number twos mm-hmm. for world championship teams. Yeah. Yes, they have. Bar- yeah. Barrichello Bar- and Massa spring to mind yeah. straight away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. God's waiting room. Mm. Yeah. They were they were ahead of the curve of Bottas. <laughs> <laughs> God's. Uh, Waiting room, the young adventures of. <laughs> what was Sean Connery playing his dad? <laughs> <laughs> I had a videotape of George of the Jungle when I was a child. I kept getting advertised before it. The young adventures of Indiana Jones. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I remember that. I won a copy of the video of George of the Jungle in a competition at work and I swapped it with somebody for a bottle of Jack Daniels because they wanted to see George of the Jungle and didn't like JD. <laughs> Uh, and I re- that's that, me. That, that, that that your me. nursery was wild. No, I loved George of the Jungle. Such a good film. I remember the cartoons. I've never, I've never watched the films to this day. But every, every time somebody says, "Do you want to watch George of the Jungle?" I just get a craving for JD and Coke. <laughs> Put your hands together. Do do the double. JD and Coke and George of a Jungle. I mean, you know, in certain browser histories, questionable, but right now in the Disney Plus era, worth it. <laughs> if I didn't have a gig and it wasn't a sprint weekend Saturday, I would probably not do that anyway. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I, you were saying about Shallow Grave earlier. I've had that sitting on my DVD shelf for about 15 years. <laughs> well, I'm an edgy sick former. I'll buy Shallow Grave on DVD. Never watch it. Get the American version, they redubbed it a little bit and the Scottish accents aren't quite as strong. <laughs> Howdy, y'all. <laughs> it's like the, the, the new partner. It's like the Jean Lacey head and shoulders advert. <laughs> yeah. God. Hi, oh. I'm Jean Lacey. So, no, you fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he was actually John Alacy. <laughs> I feel like there was a weirdly dubbed um, Fiat advert as well when Fernando Alonso was at Ferrari. I think you're right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah that's yeah, bell. that's ringing bells. Mm. Yeah, I think they made him Canadian or something. Yeah, it was like... a weird, sort of slightly, <laughs> slightly sort of camp-sounding voiceover, and it's like. Mm, Alonso speaks very good English. Why is this a thing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to look um, for on YouTube. If anyone can find the link, send us it. 
the Jensen Button head and shoulders ad looks like it took 12 takes in a, in a sound booth after that was filmed as well. <laughs> was that the, the racing, bracing? Wow. That's it. In yeah. Racing. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I, I hope we got paid all the money for that. Well, you are an appreciator of a good hair game in F1, so um, well, you can I be am, the judge. I am, yeah. Um, hair games, hair games aren't. It's not a good time for hair game in Formula One. No, you're, you're not just, really. You're just gutted that Dan Tictum didn't get a seat anywhere with his flock of seagulls. Quiff. Yeah. That, <laughs> well, I, I, I would. I mean, he's more bordering like on like scene girl slash emo, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah. Young, young, but... Yeah. With about yeah. the same, with about the same sulky temperament. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's very few My Chemical Romance albums called You Fucking Screwed Me On This One, You Prick. <laughs> yeah, that's, I that, still that's think... That's my, that's my Papa of, Roach. <laughs> yeah. uh, what, what, him, when he radioed his, his team and said, just make sure there's a fucking taxi waiting for me. I don't want to speak to any of you. Is one of the greatest radio communications after a race anyone has ever said. If you don't want that in Formula One, I, I, I don't know what to say to you. No, I mean, I, 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 would, I would love him to have that opportunity in F1 just to make an even bigger prick of himself. I, I just love it. Like the uh, it was it, it, it wasn't a day to day uh, Toto. It wasn't a day to day Dan. Get fucked, Toto. <laughs> <laughs> the Bono on radio. Oh, sorry, mate. That didn't work out for us. Fuck you. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, Dan. It's James. <laughs> James, it's my ball bag. Fuck <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> uh, Talking of body parts, Alpha Tahori next. Next. Uh huh. <laughs> um, yeah, everyone's saying the old Danny Rick's back. Um, he's good at Mexico. Yeah. He always he has been good mm-hmm. at Mexico. Um, we'll find it. I think we'll find out if. The old Danny Rick is back in Vegas because that's a complete unknown quantity. Mm. I reckon it's a 40 40 20 split of the Alpha Taro was good, he's good in Mexico, mm-hmm. and the 20% being he's actually still all right. Yeah, because mm. he's still yeah, so, it together. Sonoda was doing very well until he had his, his little trip with um, Piastri. Yeah. I, to I, which I, the radio I, message was "fuck you." <laughs> uh, yeah, he was unhappy. He was very unhappy on the radio. I mean, it's an angry young man. Sonoda's very fun on the radio. Yeah. I like Sonoda very much. I mean, he, he went full Kimmy at one point. I don't want any more information. Don't tell me anything. <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't hide his feelings. No. You know, Did I mean, you see before the race the mascot that he had in front of him? Sorry, he was the mascot was like a nine-year-old child was nearly as tall as him. <laughs> <laughs> they him across and they, they gave him the tallest mascot. Amazing! Don't do that. No, no, we think this is an actual thing. We've studied this in football quite extensively, um, and and we're we're pretty confident you get shortest mascot with the goalkeeper, tallest mascot with the little guy every single time. <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, Yuki was going good till he had his, till he had his moment. Yeah. Um, he's having less and less of those moments, but when he does, it can, it kind of makes him a little bit more special because they're all the more spectacular. And <laughs> it's good that you don't hear him shouting and kicking off every race because you know it, it's more fun when he does it rarely. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it, it, it's a special treat. But um, yeah, Danny Rick with that uh, with that qualification and. Um, the race performance was, yeah. um, you know, I mean, I, I would probably, I would probably say, Yuki's result aside, that was the best all-round performance that we've seen from AlphaTauri all season. Yeah, I'd agree. Mm, definitely, really good. You know, because again, they've they've come from. Well, is it is it a dog of a car? We don't know because Debris can't handle it, and Yuki seems to be doing okay, but. We were expecting more, but then again, we expect more from the Red Bull second team, whatever they're called at any particular time. Because I know they're changing the name next year, but we always we always think at the start of the season, yes, this is this is it, this is it. They've got the car, they've got the lineup, they've got everything in place. I'm like, oh. yeah, battling, battling for eleventh. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, am I keeping you awake? Sorry, I did I did do slightly big yawn then. Sorry. <laughs> I did like the way that when Sonoda did his little spin-out piastri. He hit the steering wheel about six times and swore and exclaimed a lot before going, oh, shit, I'm in a race, aren't yeah. I? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, someone described it as the hand flap while still spinning, mm. straight out of blades yeah. of glory. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, hopefully Alfa or whatever they're going to be next season will capitalise on what the what they've managed to pull together and... If they keep the same lineup, then you know there's a chance that they'll be double troubling the scorers at some point next year. It's where they should be. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you consider, I, I heard it on the commentary. Uh, somebody referred to them as like Alpha Tower, the small Italian team. Go like the small Italian team, which is the sister team of fucking Red Bull. Mm. I mean, they're carrying the Minardi legacy, aren't they? And they were the small Italian team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, yeah. I mean, they're not quite as... What's that cat doing? Oh, God. Um, might be doing the rest of the show through um, through a scarf over the face. <laughs> <laughs> lost, lost me thread completely. But, yeah, they, they seem to still have, like, a small team mentality. And they just being scrappy and trying to get every point they can when there should be more to them than that. Yeah, absolutely. I, I wonder I wonder what the new boss is going to bring in because, of course, um, French toast is done at the end of the year. <laughs> so, you know, it'll be, um, it'll be fairly big changes. Yeah, definitely, definitely downers want to keep an eye on. Um, yeah. Right, McLaren next. Um, Lando, what a drive! Mm. What a yeah. what an absolute recovery! Mm-hmm. One of one of his best drives, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, what, what was it? He qualified seventeenth because he just um, he admitted himself he cocked up his um, second lap in Q one mm. and was just absolutely nowhere. And thought, yeah, yeah, he might get in the points if the wind's in the right direction and enough drivers go out. And but, that's what happened. Um, but yeah, th- fifth. Um, and three of the drivers went out. Would have would have probably finished behind him anyway. Well, two uh, two of them would. Yeah. 
you know, you can't you can't really say where where Perez would have finished. Yeah, but um, if he'd have had a better restart, I think he'd be on the podium. It was yeah. un- it was unlucky um, pitting just before the red flag. Mm-hmm. Well, it's it was it, his restart. Um, I haven't watched it back yet, but apparently in the pen he was um, he didn't say which driver it was, but he was he he was quite critical of how some drivers handled the restart. Mm. Mm. Let's so, call I, him Mr. E. Ocon. No, that's too obvious. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Man O. <laughs> yeah, because I think he lost uh, He lost four places at the restart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I, I, that's what I mean. I think if he'd have had, like, a decent start on his restart and, not A, not lost those places and maybe picked up a spot or two, um, I, I think he'd have been hassling, the t- like, third yeah, second with the maybe. Ferraris. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, he definitely, definitely had, um, definitely had the pace of the, um, the pace of the certainly uh, Leclerc and Sainz. I think Lewis was too quick, but maybe the Ferraris. May it, it would have been interesting to see Lando in clear air though, because Lando yeah. was rapid towards the end of the race, and the the big thing there was he kept his tires in as well. Mm. Oh no! Don't worry, the mediums are going to go off any day now. Any day now, <laughs> Thursday, next Wednesday, whenever it's, they're going to go off. Yeah, what what was what was it said to look like? Within within five laps, the uh, the hards will be faster than the mediums. Yeah, because I said they're going. Oh, brilliant! Now we've got a, oh, Ferrari said it. <laughs> <laughs> and Piastri as well. Um, I never thought I'd say this, but um, eighth for him. Could have done better. Yeah. Well, he was done by Lando. Mm. When you think about the amount of time Lando had to make up on him, because even even before the red flag, he was only two seconds behind Piastri and catching him mm. before the before the red flag came out. I mean, so, I mean the top Piastri, the top Piastri, they were going to swap positions unless he picked it up by at least half a second a lap. Yeah. And then within two laps, they'd swap positions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Lando, before he even got to his teammate, who should have been, because he wasn't racing a huge amount of people apart from Sonoda, um, he should have been, have he should have had much cleaner tyres further up the road. Mm. But in the time it was to get to, to get to Piastri, sorry, he'd had to overtake Joe, Hulkenberg, Gasly, Albon, Ocon. Not Sonoda, he spun out. Mm. So he had to overtake five cars probably before he even got to Piastri. And then mm. he just creeped. Well, I mean, I know they did the swap, but Lando would have just creamed him one lap later. Yeah. And, that, um, yeah. and then by the end of the race, put another 10 seconds on him and passed two more cars. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Lando is definitely my driver of the day after that performance. Yeah. I think I he agree. was driver of the day, wasn't he, the, in the public yeah. vote? I think he won that. Oh, I, I missed that because I switched up, switched up at a red zone by that point. How did you miss it and I didn't? Because we were watching the same TV. In that case, I've got no idea. <laughs> I I caught precisely twenty seconds of Red Zone this week, and that was um, the uh, Browns missing their play, us winning, and going brilliant. Back to Natalie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the forty nine has lost, so I'm not happy. Oh, God, what a shame! Um, <laughs> sorry. Six and two now. Like, um, just, like, just for the, just for the, like the uneducated. Um, <laughs> what is a red zone? 
Well, if you listen to the Patreon <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Red, Zone is, Red Zone is a live highlight show of NFL where they switch between all the games that are going on at the same time and you get to see all the big plays and all the action. Have you never seen Scott oh. Hansen's Octobox? That's chapter no. seven. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's it's like um, Final Score, except they actually get the rights to show everything, and every you don't miss a play. You know, they'll swap, they'll go from Denver to Seattle to Cleveland to Cincinnati, back and forth every ten seconds. Sometimes they'll put four plays on at once. It's, mm-hmm. yeah, it's good. And the octo box is when they put all eight on at the same time. That's yeah. a real treat. That you need a big TV for that. It, it feels, doesn't work on iPhone. <laughs> it, it feels like the sort of thing that would have been played uh, at the end of Clockwork Orange while they were holding his eyes open. <laughs> <laughs> you will watch. You will watch a punt between New York Jets and Buffalo Bills. You will. <laughs> um, they had um, they had uh, Scorigami this weekend in the NFL as well, which is another exciting. Is that like competitive origami? <laughs> yeah, Scorigami. Um, it, it's where... His internet's failing. We may never find out. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Oh, have you got me? You're yeah, right, you're, you're back. There, you're back. back. Basically, it's just where there's a unique score in the NFL. Um, yeah, so um, it's so it was something like 2047, which has never happened before in the NFL. And they call it Scorigami. <laughs> One for oh. the Carol Vordermans among us. <laughs> but, I'm but, sure I speak to everyone and say, well, this is incredible. <laughs> if, if we can bring it back to F1, I would say one thing about uh, Lando Norris, that um, whenever he's chatting to Natalie, thank you, sorry, tea delivery, um, whenever he's chatting to Natalie Pinkham, there is a big um, going to shag my step-aunt energy between the two. <laughs> Are we saying mummy issues here? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> There's just this. There was this. I think it was Lando taking um, Natalie around a track in a you know a hot lap about a year and a half ago or so, and he excel. Is it might be an empty track somewhere near McLaren, and he just accelerates, 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 and it looks like Natalie's having a fantastic time. <laughs> and since then, I can't watch the two of them do banter because there's very much a sort of <laughs> that thing, you a know, fan fiction. A fan fan fiction, yeah. Next Someone time, next time it. he's talking to her, look at his neck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we'll do anything to avoid talking about Ferrari, won't we? <laughs> oh God, Ferrari! Well, they didn't fuck up. They looked into getting a new front wing for Leclerc after bits of the old one ended up scattered all over the place. Um, they didn't get anything wrong. No. No, but they, they, they didn't start where they... They didn't finish where they started. No. You know, they've locked out the front row. That's, what's that, 11 consecutive polls now that Leclerc's had and mm-hmm. not won. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, by, the, by the time... Um, by the time Perez actually hit Leclerc, Leclerc was in third. Yeah. 
the thing is that Mexico invites that, doesn't it? Everyone, if you've got a slipstream, you're way faster than the front row, aren't you? So Science and Leclerc were going to get mugged somehow. Yeah. And, mm. you know, they they did big style. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, after, after that, they kind, kind of rescued things. And I don't, I don't think they were expecting Lewis to be as quick as he was. No, he, and he came through with it, didn't he? Because they that like going into Mercedes, Mercedes looked nowhere on Friday, but Ferrari didn't look anywhere on Saturday until they turned up in Q3. So it's a bit of a topsy turvy track for some teams, mm. apart from Max. Yeah, because I mean, you know, um, what was it? Q2, the um, there was sort of what was it, fourth and seventh. It was like, oh right, okay, that's that's as good as Ferrari are going to get this weekend. And then they go and put those two laps in in Q3. And it's like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, mm-hmm. They fulfilled what they needed to do. Stay out of trouble, largely stay out of trouble and not trip over each other and just get the best out of the car, which they both probably did. Mm. I'm not, I don't think Leclerc was nominally slow. I don't think science was. They just did what they needed to. And it turned into third and fourth. Yeah, did they go a little bit too cautious though with um, the hard tyres after the after the restart? Because obviously mm. Hamilton proved that the mediums definitely worked. Oh, there was one wacky moment where they 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 put that message across, didn't they? Saying, "Don't worry, the soft tyres are gonna, the medium tyres are gonna uh, fall off in five laps, and we'll be the quicker tyre." By the way, Charles, can you slow down a bit to give Carlos a toe? <laughs> Yeah, it's... The, the counterpoints. Yeah, you're going to be quick, but don't be too quick. Yeah, um, because we'll lose fourth. And yeah, I, there's always once I mean Ferrari seem to be getting the big things sorted out. I said, you know, I said this before when Scarbs was on, and it's now the little things that they need to concentrate on. I just would not like to be Fred Vasseur because he will just like, oh, for God's sake, what now? Yeah, mm-hmm. and I don't. Um, I I don't see them as any different. I I I know. I, as far as Fred Fisher coming, I I don't see the I, I, like functionally like the the team. I don't see any any change from when you know just headless chicken Ferrari. Well, I mean. I mean, the main difference is they're now admitting when they've made a mistake. Mm. Before it was... Are they? Uh, well, yeah, they said that about the tyre strategy last week at um, Cota. No, but didn't they... Um, it, the, the, way they the way they admitted it, it was weird. Because it, it was like the... Oh, fuck. I was, I, I was saying this to somebody the other, the other day about it, and I've completely forgot about it. I should have should have tried to remember it for the podcast. Um, they like accepted they'd made a mistake without taking any blame for it. If you listen back to it, it was a really it was weird how they how they admitted they'd fucked it up. I'll have to I'll have to look out for that because mm. I I no, I didn't bother reading the article. I just saw the headlines like you know Vasseur we. We got the tyre strategy wrong. It's like, right, okay, they're admitting it. Mm. But if it was, uh, we got the tyre strategy wrong, asterisk. Yeah. It's, it, I don't know. It's, uh, I, I, I mean, the, the thing is, can, can anybody see the, uh, like, Ferrari doing anything but being the team that wins a couple of races again next year? 
No. No. no same. We're going to get 2024, which is 2023, basically, aren't we? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But the, the problem is other, other teams are getting faster. And, yeah, okay, you say Ferrari might be the team that wins a couple of races next year. Oh, they might not be as well. I was going to say, yeah. it might... That's a best-case scenario. It might yeah. be Ferrari are getting a couple of double podiums next year, and that's mm-hmm. about as best as they can hope for. Yeah, especially if if McLaren can uh, keep the trajectory they've got, if Mercedes can uh, keep the trajectory they've got, if uh, Austin, uh, Austin Martin can like reignite the form they had early season, yeah, then you know I, I I can easily see Ferrari getting shuffled back because I can see them staying where they are while other teams move forward. Yeah, I mean, for, you know, a four-way fight for second in the constructors championship you would expect ferrari to be the ones that actually crumbled under the pressure and couldn't handle the fight mm. when was their last double podium have they had one Oof. this year i don't i don't think so not this year no they haven't not this year have have they had one but it's one of the ones where science has inherited a position Oh, I've read that wrong, actually. Um, well, yeah, so no, they haven't, because last week Leclerc lost his position, which put mm-hmm. Science mm. on the podium. I've read my chart wrong. Have Science, have Science and Leclerc been on the podium together? They've had a 1-2, haven't they? Yeah, in, in, the, in their career, Silverstone yes. was, weren't they? Yeah. yeah. That mm. was a 1-2. But, uh, yeah, mm. they, yeah, they haven't. They haven't this year. Mm-hmm. No, they haven't, no. No, I mean, that... And that's that's no no good for Ferrari because if they, I mean, this is going to sound obvious to say, if you're not winning the races, get as many podiums as possible. But if basically, this is going to be Terry Venable's logic: <laughs> if one driver's on the podium, there's one less space for the other driver. Mm. Um, but... uh, Singapore, Singapore last year was their uh, the last double. Theory me. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> no, really quite poor. Mm. I think it makes it even worse when you look at the uh, form Perez has had. Your know, Perez um, mm. has been in a position where he hasn't been able to find the podium with a map. Um, so it's instantly, you know, in in other years, you would have had, like, let's say back with the Bottas and Hamilton Mercedes days, um, the... You just had two nailed-on podium positions there unless something went wrong. Yeah. Mm. In the first five races for Sergio this year, he got two first, two second, and a fifth. And in the last five races this year, he's retired twice, fourth, eighth, and tenth. I mean, that is just so far off the boil. Mm. It is. Yeah, you know, I mean, you know, we'll 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 get to his uh, we'll get to his weekend in a bit, but um, yeah, Mercedes, um, the car is getting quicker. You know, yeah, just, it seems to be back in the position though, doesn't it? Where it can't be quick for both drivers. Mm. Yeah, I think the the latest upgrades appear to favour Lewis. Mm. I don't think there's necessarily a bad thing about that. As well, Lewis is slightly more informed than George this year, the same way George was slightly more informed last year. How dare um, you? Lewis spent Lewis spent half the year last year 
toiling in the garage testing setups i know this because team lh twitter told me <laughs> <laughs> and isn't your fourth cousin seven times removed george russell or something <laughs> twice removed twice removed. <laughs> second, yeah second second cousin <laughs> but yeah I mean, that is cool just to, just yeah. to, to get this on record that is so cool i love yeah. that you should have seen Brilliant. the look on his face when we were interviewing him and lee whipped out the family tree <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> guarantee no point at no point in his career now or in the future will the person interviewing him say do you know we're related? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a question he's going to get again. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've never seen anyone look so stunned. <laughs> and I've, I've seen a lot of stunned people in my time. The funny thing was, like, I had to, I had to bring it up because it's fucking wild. <laughs> But on the other hand, there was, I was there. Oh, there's, how do I pass this off as a joke? Because <laughs> you don't want to sound too stalkerish. <laughs> yeah, it can't, it can't yeah. sound mental. <laughs> and like, and like, <laughs> and it, it, it was anything but stalkery as well. Because I found out two days before we went to do the interview. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I didn't know. It was just my, my uncle was in the pub. Pub. We, we were talking about four. Uh, Formula One, and um, I was saying we were going because it was it was the GP the the year he was going into GP two. We were there, and my uncle Roddy was saying about yeah, like the George Russell guy's in GP two. He's related to us. I'm like, what? The George Russell? I'm going to I'm going to uh, interview at Mercedes headquarters is related to us, and he, he my, my uncle was the one that wrote the family tree down. <laughs> which Weird. Is, which, which, which is why it was on the back of a beer mat. <laughs> In Byron. <laughs> I, don't, in Byron. Don't, I don't know an Uncle Man's Brown Ale, funnily <laughs> enough. <laughs> yeah, that, that that is one of the most surreal things I think I've ever ever witnessed in my life and will, yeah. will ever witness it, in my life. It's brilliant. It's a good it's a really good job that um we hadn't we didn't interview Lando like a couple a couple of years later and rather than a couple of weeks later because my question would have been Lando we're not related but I'd really like us to be <laughs> get in the cage <laughs> show us your neck <laughs> but yes Mercedes definitely definitely um definitely improving the car in the right direction I still think that they can't make a car to follow and until yeah. until they learn that skill, then they are going to struggle, and they're going to have to do a lot of following because. And we will do Red Bull now. Um, it is just an incredible car, mm-hmm. and it is also being driven by the fastest driver on the grid. Yeah, I I think we're going to have conversations about him when he when he retires. You know, like the uh, I it's our. Uh, I'll hold my hands up because I know I, I said I I said at one point that I thought there was a chance of Max Verstappen becoming the next Gilles Villeneuve. Is it you know is in a guy which was like stunningly fast, but never actually like maximizes that. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas I I think there will be conversations about whether he's the he's the greatest of all time when he retires. 
I mean, there, there is every chance because without stats as well, because I don't. I think some people some people confuse the like the best talents of all time with numbers. And Formula One, I I, I don't think. Although, although obviously a good indicator being a world champion is a good indicator of your uh, um, of, of your ability to be a racing driver. But Formula One's also that sport where you can get a, as Max is 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 having this year. Uh, you can get a car where you are pretty much invulnerable to everybody else. Um, but the difference this year is you can see the difference between Max and Perez is shown why he's so special this year. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you can see the difference between Max and everyone. I mean, he still has, mm. I think it's more than 100 points clear of Mercedes, personally. Just just him. Mm. Max, yeah, Max wins next... Oh, did I say this last week? I think I said this last week. I think it's actually next week. Max wins in Brazil, regardless of what Mercedes... Beats record. Do. He, um, he'll win the Constructors' Championship. Yeah. Mercedes can't catch him. I think there's something as well that it's it's either either next week or like if he wins two two races, uh, he, he like equals Vettel's win record or something like that. In so there's in, like ha- a, in half the time. I mean, there are more yeah. ra- you know there are more races these days, but mm. I mean you know they're, they're going all they're going all out for the biggest um, percentage wins in a season for a driver, mm-hmm. and the you know they're not showing any signs of letting up. It's not just. Don't push this car at a hundred percent. Then, then again, when when he got into the lead and he got the got the two and a half second gap, you I, you just knew that there was more available in that car, and he was just mm. cruising and he was just holding that gap. And if anyone behind him had tried to um, tried to close up, he'd have just gone off and oh look, it's two and a half seconds again. Maybe I th- I do think they had to worry about tires though this weekend. You know, let let's not forget he he did he pitted early. You know, compared to who was around him. Um, I I, I think that car is again look at look at Perez. Um, in different hands, that car is still beatable. Well, especially when half of it's on the track and there's most of a side pod missing. Yeah, it's not yeah, ideal. True. It's not true. ideal. <laughs> yeah, Max had probably still got top 10 with Perez's car, mm. even in that state. Are we going to talk about the dick move? Because it was a dick move. Oh, which one is this? Sorry. The Perez question. The Perez, the Perez dick oh, move. I think it was, yes. it was, it was huge overexcitement, wasn't it? I think it's like, oh my God, mm-hmm. I'm going to lead my home race. Oh, fuck a Ferrari. <laughs> I mean, he was lucky not to take himself and yeah. Charles mm-hmm. and Max yeah. out at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could have been. It it was a sort of a similar thing to what happened with Ocon and Hulkenberg and Perez at um, was it Qatar Sprint Race where three came together, where the bloke on the far left has not noticed the bloke on the far right, mm-hmm. so he just thinks he's squeezing the bloke in the middle, mm-hmm. but. Sergio would have known that Max was there. Yeah, he was. He surely wasn't driving down there, going, "It's me or Charles now." Yeah, I, I don't want to make this a regular part of the podcast, but I couldn't help but notice the Mr. Apex guy posted. <laughs> would that be how... Mr. Spanners? Yes, it would be. 
how uh, if now everybody's decided that this is a Perez's fault, this accident, maybe we should go back and revisit Max and um, Lewis coming together when 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 Max was on the outside. I was there reading this, going like, yeah, because you, you you're completely missing the fact that there was three fucking cars <laughs> side by side in this accident. Yeah, not mm. not every two. crash is the same. <laughs> yeah, and it was about well, sixty no, no, miles no, no, an hour. No, twenty of those Silverstone crashes were the same because Alban reenacted it. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> <laughs> just I, I i i really couldn't believe it it's it, uh, it was one of those things where i was reading and going you don't believe that you really <laughs> you, you do not believe what you're saying you're just looking for the clicks yeah oh, and you've been baited <laughs> no because i didn't reply to him <laughs> <laughs> no you, you, you went to his house <laughs> you just and sang carols in a duet with Esteban Ocon. You know, I sent Adrian Sotil with drunk with a bottle of wine and glass. <laughs> but yeah, what about I mean, to the neck? I mean, per- Perez said that he, Perez said that he got over over enthusiastic. Um, I mean, that's, that's one way of describing it, I guess. I mean, I I liked what he said. He said he's been on the podium th- uh, twice before. He had no interest to be on the podium. He wanted to win the race. And the only way Perez beats Max Verstappen and wins the, and wins that Grand Prix is if he leads into the first turn, and he hopes someone gets in between him and Max Verstappen, and shenanigans ensue. Well, he had some. He was in the lead, and he had somebody <laughs> between him and Max, and shenanigans ensued. Do you know what it is? It's the actions of a man that knows that he's never going to get a car capable of winning a Grand Prix again. Yeah. Or his home Grand Prix mm. again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's not, he's not going to win it in the Williams or the um, Aston Martin or the safety car next year. <laughs> mm. Yeah, Burnt might fancy a day off. Yeah. <laughs> He, um, not his finest if he, moment. If he takes the lead, Max is back past him on that three. You're probably right. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, go back to Miami. He was in the lead. Yeah. Um, yeah, it all fell apart. yeah, he was in the lead. And how much did he end up losing it by? Um, have I completely forgotten Miami? <laughs> it's in America. Yeah, watery. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he was. Um, he was in the lead. Max started in ninth. Max won by five and a bit seconds. Mm. Oh yeah, uh, so, I was expecting Sergio to be like forty ninth there. <laughs> <laughs> ah, Logan's, it's Logan, weird though, Logan's isn't it? starting position. It it is weird how he's dropped off like this. Like the, um, it it it's really got to him not being able to like match Max's peaks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and and seeing as how Max seems to be able to hit his peaks pretty pretty regularly, you know, you, you're in trouble. I mean, to quote, mm-hmm. to quote the Simpsons, just just watch the Miami Grand Prix back and look. They can pinpoint the exact moment where his heart breaks in two. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> But the but the weird thing is, it's uh, 
he he must have never expected like the the call to Red Bull was completely out of the blue. Yeah, yeah, you know, it was just like, how, hang on a second, Sergio Perez is going where? I thought he, I thought he didn't have a drive. I thought he he was being retired. Um, so not only was he given a lifeline in Formula One, he was given a lifeline into like one of the best teams of all time, and then given the best car. I, I, I can't. I, I'm surprised Perez didn't graciously take the Barrichello role. Yeah, you know, we, when you when you consider how dominated, I mean, more so than Massa, even how dominated uh, Barrichello was, and but he knew he knew he wasn't going to get a better position to be in hmm. than being the number two to Michael Schumacher. You know, he's uh, and Perez. Let, let's be honest as well in the, the in this era of Formula One and in uh, in Red Bull, Perez has a more opportunities to win Grand Prix than Barrichello had. You know, the um, Ferrari would would straight up hold Barrichello in the pit box if they needed to. Yeah. yeah. Um <coughs> so yeah, it just it, it seems strange that he's he's the only driver I can think of. I mean but Bottas as well. Bottas didn't want to be the number two to Lewis Hamilton. Like, he didn't enjoy that uh, every time Lewis would go out and do like a qualifying lap and all of a sudden he'd find like three tenths on Bottas or half a second. Yeah. Uh, but Bottas could still get one twos for the team. You know, he was he was being dominated by his teammate, but his, his performance didn't drop off to the point where like McLarens and Mercedeses and Ferraris can get in the mix. Mm. Yeah. I... Is he done this year? Do you think? Do you think he's going to go? I think he leaves. I, I think he leaves the sport. Yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he leaves Red Bull. Whether or not something opens up somewhere else, I don't know. I mean, the only seat at the moment is Williams, unless Red Bull go in for a big money offer for Fernando or mm-hmm. Lando or or a team gets sold. Yeah, I, I think Red Bull only replaced Perez with um, Danny. And I think you're probably right. I think Danny has a good couple of races. Um, I think you're probably right. I think the, uh, the 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 Fernando Alonso to Red Bull thing would be fucking great. But I, I but that's the only. Um, Just think how many hats they would sell. <laughs> <laughs> the, just, um, to, just that, to you. Just to me. Oh, I'm not. I'm not much of a cap person, to be fair. Not, Fernando in Red Bull, you bloody will be, though, won't you? Well, no, because I'm not much of an energy drink person either. I'd have. Uh, I'd, I'd have been more likely to have bought a Fernando Austin Martin cap if I was going to get any any of them. Mm. But uh, you, I'd probably, I'd buy a world championship one if he happened to win a world championship. I'd 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 buy that. Does you Kimoa like... still exist? I feel like I haven't seen much of Kimoa recently. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, they're, mm. still, they're still doing things. Yeah. I mean, they, right. they, they had a new hat for the Miami Grand Prix. I'm sure, sure they will have mm. a full range for Vegas. Mm. Yeah. Lee, you're going to look like, again, my episode of Friends where Joey claims the, the Porsche as his own and he <laughs> buys all the Porsche. Yeah. <laughs> did, a, did a Porsche <laughs> throw up on you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, but as far as Perez staying in Formula One after Red Bull, I, I can only see 
Austin Martin being the the place there because it's kind of the spiritual home, isn't it? You know, he knows all the people there. Um, he's you know it, uh, he look he he saved the team at one point. Yeah. Um, so I, I that's the only one I can see, but even that I find unlikely. I just I don't think you. We've seen what happens when people decide they can't be the, the number two anymore, uh, and it's Bottas. Yeah, they got a Williams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My, or, or, I, or if you're a Ferrari driver, occasionally Alfa Romeo. Mm. I think I, actually, yeah, I think Alfa Romeo and Williams are on um, two all for um, retired Ferrari drivers, aren't they? Kimmy. Oh no! Sorry, sorry, they're not. Oh, Boss isn't a retired Ferrari driver. Confusing Nicole Ferrari and soon. Finnish. Yeah, brain fart. But the both too old for um, number twos who want to drive a number one for a small team. I think yeah. Kimmy gets a buy because he's a world champion. Yeah, yeah and I think that was, that, it was just his retirement plan as well. Yeah, not a discarded number two. <laughs> <laughs> right, I think we've been uh, we've been waffling long enough. Um, yeah. If you want to get in touch, then um, please do email three legsportwheels at gmail Just a correction to make from last week: it's fcmotorsports.net You want to get in touch with? I got very seriously berated up over that. They are looking for help, sponsors, anything, whatever. So get in touch with um, get in touch with them there. Info at fcmotorsports.net. Happy now, Stephen? Um, we're at Three Legs, Four Wheels on all the socials and individually on Twitter, we are... At Sean Cowper. At Kieran is Boring. At The Lee Stevens. And I'm at Pablo100 and you can get hold of Flood at Flood21. Um, right, we're going to leave you with... Um, Five about a five minute excerpt from uh, tonight's Patreon show, so you can uh, <laughs> you can see what you're missing. It's the um, it's I'd say probably one of the most interesting shows that I think we've it's done. It's a different style for us, isn't it? It is. Um, and anyone who's ever listened to my dad wrote a porno will know the style that we're going for, right down to the porno. Although there is no porn in this clip, there is a lot of neck. Yeah, I suppose it depends well, what you're into, really, doesn't it? If you're yeah. into your necks, you're gonna love it. <laughs> Necrophilia? No. <laughs> That's very different. That is something different. <laughs> Diff- different, different. Different spelling. It doesn't carry over well in audio. Um, right, we will be back next week after the Brazilian Grand Prix. Um, look for us on Discord if you want to join in the chat during races. And uh, if you want to if you like what you hear on the Patreon, then just go to patreon.com slash three legs four wheels and um, give us give us a subscription there and uh, there'll be uh, more of that book coming soon. Right, until then, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. We're going we're gonna to do, do a, a reading with reactions. Any similarities between what we're about to do and another popular podcast where a member of the team, one of the member <laughs> of the team's parents composed an adult novel is... Purely um, incidental, and we're ripping them off blind. <laughs> Just realise I'm still a patron. I'm funding this. <laughs> I'd like to welcome our new patrons. This is probably going to be the only show that they listen to. <laughs> so, um, I, 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 I will take one for the team and read it. But please feel free to we will feel feel free to um, interject. Yes. So, chapter one: the starting line. 
It's a good start. Emily Jensen was no ordinary woman. In a world consumed by fashion, celebrity gossip and reality TV, she found herself drawn to the roar of engines, the smell of burning rubber and the thrill of high-speed chases on asphalt circuits. I like the fact that the first character we come across has already got half a Formula One driver's name. <laughs> she sounds like a standard Peel girl during TT week. <laughs> he didn't say pregnant anywhere in that. <laughs> oh. Which reminds me of my all-time ultimate favourite Peel girl story. Uh-huh. We're in a pub in Peel. and for, 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 for clarification, on the Isle of Man, we tell Peel girl jokes instead of Essex girl jokes. Yeah. Right. So we're in a crowd of us um, in a pub. I was at the bar getting around in, and this very pregnant girl walked past with a bottle of Wicked and a straw in one hand and her mobile in the other, and all I heard her say was, no, Mum, since I got pregnant, I've stopped putting the port in. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Isle of Man. At least, at least it's a classy mixer. <laughs> you know, not say, oh, I've, I'm just down to the four aftershocks a day now, Mum. <laughs> yep, she got pregnant. Her vimto's got less cheeky. <laughs> <laughs> so she was an ardent, ardent Formula One enthusiast, a passion she embraced wholeheartedly, despite the surprised reactions she often received. Right, can I just? Can I, I just... I, I'm going to guess that's not the oh, the only hole that's going to be embraced. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently, women aren't allowed to like F1. Yeah, didn't Christian Horner try to say that a few months back? Didn't go well for him. No, no, I'm I'm sure there's quite a large number of listeners to this show, and quite a lot of Formula One fans that don't listen to the show. Why not? That would disagree with that. Anyway. Her friends joked that she should have been born with a racing helmet on her head and a chequered flag in her hand. It's an uncomfortable Jesus birth, Christ, isn't it? cracker path. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing that would have to be some kind of caesarean. That, that would not be natural. It's a questionable caesarean. <laughs> well, with or without a hands device? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, God, no, that thing's got bolts on it. <laughs> Emily simply laughed along, her hazel eyes shining with an undying love for the sport. Her apartment, a chic modern space in the heart of the city, doesn't say which one, <laughs> bore testament to her obsession, adorned with posters of legendary races, scale models of famous cars, and a collection of biographies of her favourite drivers. Well, if she's got that much merchandise, she's cleaning, like, earning well. Of course, there's no one who has a poster of like the 2017 Azerbaijan Grand Prix or a poster of my favourite race. <laughs> I mean, she must have a good job. Maybe international sales director for a pots and pans company. Probably not that. <laughs> if you know, you know. Above all, there was one driver who had won not just races, but Emily's heart as well Daniel Ricciardo. An Australian racing driver known for his skill behind the wheel and his charismatic personality. She'd been smitten with him since his early days in the sport. Drawn by his talent... Hang on. He started for HRT. You couldn't tell if he had talent or not. He was driving a shed. 
Fair. True. Just for, for anyone who isn't aware, HRT were a Formula One team, not a subplot to this story. <laughs> <laughs> we think we're only on page two. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't pre-read any of this. This, this is all new to me. <laughs> um, so she'd been smitten with him since his early days in the sport, drawn by his talent, his infectious smile and his easygoing attitude. Emily knew his stats by heart had watched every race he'd ever driven, and even had an entire wall in her home dedicated to him, but not in a weird stalker kind of way. No, it doesn't sound like weird stalker behaviour, that, having an entire wall. Remember that Alan Partridge episode? Yeah, I was thinking that. I feel a bit weird. (laughs) You're a mental! (laughs) (laughs) Emily's desire for Daniel Ricciardo was more than just a fangirl's infatuation Whenever she saw a photo of Daniel, she couldn't help but marvel at his sharp features The strong jawline, the warm brown eyes, the stubble that added a rugged charm to his face But what caught her attention the most was his neck A thick, spelt T-H-I-C-C by the way Yes, someone that truly commands the English language. <laughs> I don't think human is a first species. <laughs> this is by Anita Driver, by the way, which I think is a pun. <laughs> 